0: and welcome to another episode of the Game Managers Podcast where we talk Alabama and Auburn and SEC football every week. My name is Nick Norris. I'm a sports writer for a few websites and publications. And with me, as always, are my great friends, Auburn fan Justin Knight.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: And Alabama fan Aaron Patterson. Hello. Guys, we have a large, chunky episode this week. There was so much news that it's... uh, it's, it's unbearable. There's some weeks we don't even have news up top. This week, it's like all news.
1: <laughs> Woo!
0: Yeah, but uh, we're also going to talk about the National Championship game, uh, preview that, give our thoughts and predictions, and uh, they always age very well. <laughs> and, uh, yes, but let's go ahead and hop into the news. First off, I want to say Auburn basketball 15-0 and after the uh, 82-60 win over Georgia. That's right, baby. Justin, how how long do you think this they can keep sustaining this?
1: Uh, they either lose to Alabama or Florida next week.
0: We'll see. I don't. They shouldn't lose to Alabama, but uh, you know well, Alabama's
1: played Kentucky and Florida pretty tough in their losses, so you never know.
0: Yeah, it's always dif- difficult to gauge a rivalry game, also. Yeah. Uh, the next big piece of news. Uh, it's kind of old news at this point, but Tua Tagovailoa he will be leaving Alabama. He is declared for the NFL draft. Aaron, do you think this was a good decision for him?
2: Uh, yeah, probably. Considering he'll probably make thirty million dollars, yeah. uh, if he goes anywhere close to where they're projecting him.
0: Yeah, I think it was the right decision. I don't know that he wanted to. It seemed like he maybe wanted to stay and uh, maybe win one more. He he. It was just the the way that it took him so long to come to come to his decision, but I think it was the right decision. Um, I think it was a hundred percent the right decision. Would you agree with that, Justin?
1: I would, um, but I think I find it funny that all the a lot of these Alabama fans are putting him on a shrine when really the national championship he won was credited to jo- uh, Jalen Hurts. <laughs> he just came in and won that game, and then he got whipped by Clemson and then lost to LSU. So I just yeah, find that kind of funny.
0: I think that's one of the reasons he didn't want to leave. I think that he wanted to have one that was completely his. Yeah. And, um, but, you know, he made the, the smart choice, in my opinion. Yes,
1: I agree. He'll be a uh, top five pick.
0: Ken, uh, I know Aaron can go look at my notes, Aaron. But uh, do either of y'all know the last Alabama quarterback taken in the first round? Oh, Lord.
2: Uh, uh, has there ever been one?
0: Yes. I think there's been, there's been a couple.
2: I don't know. old?
1: I would yeah. say, uh, gosh, I can't think of his name right now. I don't
0: know. When I, when I heard this question, I thought Joe Namath. Yeah,
1: yeah that's what I was thinking. Him,
2: uh, but
0: it was actually Richard Todd in 1976. It's taken in the first round.
2: Yeah, I figured I think that had to be that. somebody I'd never heard of.
0: Yeah, so how long has that been? Like 40 uh, years?
2: When did you say? Yeah, a long time. 76. Yeah. yeah. Irrelevant.
0: So, Tua, expected to, uh, to break that drought. We'll see. Um, seems very likely that he will. Oh, yeah. Uh, building off that, uh, some other names have declared for the NFL draft from Alabama. Some happened this week. Some happened earlier on. I'm just going to say them all so far. So, uh, of course, Tua. Then we have uh, Xavier McKinney, uh, the defensive back. Jerry Judy, the receiver. Um, <laughs> with him, Henry Ruggs, the third. And then uh, Jedrick Wills Jr., an offensive lineman, have all declared for the draft. But um, Najee Harris is reportedly told coaches that he will be returning next year for his senior year, which I think is a really? bad right decision for him.
1: Yeah, that's a shocker. He still would have been a first, second-round pick, in my opinion.
0: I think he would have been probably late second, mid-late second. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, he, I think, him coming back, he's going to be able to build that stock. I think if
1: Tua would have came back, maybe
0: he wouldn't. I think now no, that, I uh, with presumably Mac Jones or uh, one of the other. guys. we products, all
1: we all know Bryce Young will be starting. I don't know.
0: I, I, I that would surprise me a little bit. Um not just throw the
2: true freshmen's out there like you do.
0: <laughs> but uh, we'll see. I think that he has a, a good opportunity to really build his stock up. So uh, I don't know. I would have went and got the money, just personally. But I don't blame him at all for coming back. <laughs> And Because he has come back, um, there are some uh, some speculation that some of our other running backs will transfer out. And Jerome Ford has already entered the transfer portal, and he <laughs> uh, he got a little bit of playing time this past season, but he will be uh, presumably taking his uh, his skills somewhere else. How many how many uh, running backs do you expect to leave to lose? Aaron?
2: That are in the room right now or. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll be, because we'll have like three or four coming in. So uh, I think Jerome Ford was the only three star that we had. So uh, I think that, yeah, I think that's right. That's fine with me. <laughs> uh, but Najee stays, and then there'll probably be one or two transfer this year, and then maybe another another one after this year if they don't get as much playing time as they want, because that that room's pretty crowded right now.
0: Moving on to Auburn, uh, Arian Sipos i think says his name—the punter—he is declared for the NFL draft. Uh, that hey, is the shoot. second punter this season to to declare. And uh, me and Aaron was looking that up earlier. We we're like, has any punters been taken in the draft? And I can't remember what the results were. I think there was like some kickers.
2: We looked up, yeah, we looked up kickers. Oh, we didn't look up punters. I didn't look up punters. Yeah,
0: so maybe that's more often more frequent than kickers there's only been two kickers ever taken in the draft uh, and they were both very high draft picks surprisingly uh, but anyways also, I think
2: when I looked that up too it was also I, it just showed me the ones that have, uh, were taken in the first round oh really yeah I figured that okay. out later
0: then never mind scratch that Nick Co, defensive tackle he will be uh, he's already left he's going to the NFL draft and then uh, like we said last year uh, Noah Justin i mean was with his last name again Ig cornerback, he has declared as well. At uh, Georgia, Jake Fromm has decided to declare for the draft. Oof. Yeah, I was a. Uh, I didn't. I don't think that. I didn't think when I initially heard this. I didn't think it was the right decision until I no. heard their entire offensive line left too. And I like, <laughs> yeah, they're well, losing,
1: and they're losing his top wide receiver Cager because he's graduating. Yeah. And so, and they've. I think they lost a top running back prospect who's. Transferring some or not well signing somewhere else he's decommitting, so. Well, on their offensive line,
0: Andrew Thomas, Isaiah Williams, and Solomon Kinley have declared for the draft, um, as well as Cade Mays. He, or no, I'm sorry, Cade Mays has transferred to the University of Tennessee. He entered the transfer portal and like 30 minutes later was at Tennessee. It was a quick wow. turnaround, and they all started multiple games over the past two seasons. So that's really gonna hurt that offensive well, line.
1: This is Florida's best chance to win the East this year. Yeah, because I think Georgia's going to go eight and four, nine and three.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they drop a, a couple or a few games. Um, Cade Mays, who uh, transferred out of, <coughs> who transferred out of Georgia to Tennessee, his father is actually suing Georgia as well because he lost part of his pinky finger.
1: What?
0: <laughs> yeah, so uh, it lasts. Uh, he lost part of his pinky in a folding chair at a Georgia athletic event, and uh, he's, su- he's suing both Georgia and the chair company.
1: Like, For it's a folding, folding chair.
0: chair? Yeah, as a folding chair. His pinky got cracked no what just like, took part of it off.
1: There's no way he'll win that case. I don't
0: know. I bet he does. Because, it's I mean, his if fault
1: he, he got his finger stuck in there.
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: what is it? Is he an O-lineman?
0: Yeah, it was his father that it happened to. It's not. Oh. Yeah. It wasn't Caden Mays that lost his finger. It was his father. Yeah, he ain't winning it. Uh, But for for Tennessee, Caden Mays coming back is great news because they're also having Trey Smith, another offensive lineman, return for his senior season. They may have a a, decent year. Yeah, they may have the best offensive line in the SEC outside of Alabama next year um, because they have a lot of returning talent.
1: Heck, Auburn's will be better after we've lost all our seniors. We're still going to be better because they sucked.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a good chance about that. Uh, the senior bowl is coming up. Uh, there's been a few Alabama and Auburn players that have uh, agreed to play in it. Uh, Jared Maiden, uh, yeah, Alabama. Raquan Davis, defensive tackle. Anthony Jennings, linebacker, and Terrell Lewis, linebacker, will all be playing. They will be representing Alabama. And for Auburn, Marlon Davidson, the defensive end, and Prince Tega, a uh, offensive tackle, will be representing Auburn. And Jalen Hurts nice. will also be playing in it for Oklahoma. Oh, nice. Uh, I think it was Aaron that jokingly asked which helmet he's going to wear because he heard a bunch of some ESPN guys talk. <laughs> yeah, about Yeah,
2: everybody it. was like, "Which helmet's he going to wear? Is he going to wear one with two sides on it? Alabama and Oklahoma? No, no, he's not." <laughs>
0: He's just gonna wear the Oklahoma one.
2: Just he, he's just gonna wear Oklahoma.
0: <laughs> why would he wear the Alabama one? It's kind of stupid.
2: And he, on the off chance that he does wear two different ones, uh, okay. But I, he, why would why would why would he go through that trouble? <laughs> That's why? Was,
0: why would he bring two helmets?
2: Everybody knows he went to Alabama, people. Everybody. <laughs> he was there for four years, I believe. long enough. He, he, everybody knows. You don't need to brand him anymore.
0: Well, uh, that's a guy that's going to be branded for the rest of his life. Just, uh, just, so just let him be. I'm interested to see where he ends up in the draft. Uh, I, I'm going to say project- third round. Third round. I was thinking late second,
2: late
0: third, mid third, mid third. Yeah. So, um, I and that's going off pure. Guessing. I haven't looked at what teams are interested in. I haven't looked at what teams pick or picking late in the second or mid third, whatever. But yeah, just a guess. Yeah, just complete. Pull it out, guess. But um, but yeah, that's that's one. i This is the. I think I've said this before, but I'm more interested in this draft than I have been in a long time. Uh, and because there's a lot of players that I'm just interested to see where they fall out. Um, Mike Leach, the pirate. Goes to Mississippi State bringing his air raid offense to the SEC. What were your guys' thoughts on this hire? I
2: oh, thought it was pretty sweet. Yeah. I just – the guy's a psycho, and I love He it. is,
1: yeah. <laughs> The Egg Bowl so is going to be an interesting in game.
2: SEC, I don't think he'll be able to do too much, but I like that he's in the SEC.
0: Yeah. I mean, we we just went from uh, Matt Luke versus Joe Moorhead Egg Bowl to – Mike Leach versus Lane Kiffin. It's so much better. <laughs> so much Pretty better. Crazy. Yeah, it's going to be so much fun. The, the product on the field will be interesting. Like you said, Aaron, I don't expect him to have the success he's had at Washington State or Texas Tech. It's just a more difficult league. But I think he can put together about eight wins a season on average. And I think that's that'll be good enough to keep him there. He's such a, he's such a likable guy. And I think that maybe after – this Joe Moorhead fiasco that Mississippi State has realized: Hey, we're not, we're not winning any championships. Let's just, uh, let's just yeah. get somebody consistent and find that gets somebody excited about the program. Hopefully, that's what they've uh, came to realize. And I think he can pull off some some upsets pretty regularly there as well. Who do you guys think stays in uh, the state of Mississippi longer, uh, Mike Leach or Lane Kiffin? Leach easily.
2: Uh, I think probably Kiffin just because he has a, I don't, I don't know, he has a way of getting these jobs in the first place. I, I think he just.
1: Kiffin's just unpredictable.
0: I think because he has a way of getting those jobs is why he will leave. I think he's, I think Mike Leach is content with the Mississippi State, but I think Lane Kiffin has bigger aspirations. I think he wants to win a championship and he knows he can't do that at Ole Miss.
2: I think they're both going to do about the same, and then uh, Mike Leach would still get fired before Lane Kiffin does. Just (laughs) because of the Joe head thing. Yeah, I just feel Lane Kiffin has got his way of talking his way out of stuff that he shouldn't be able to talk his way out of.
0: He's not good at talking his way out of getting fired. Yeah. (laughs) Well,
2: I'm not talking about Nick Saban.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm talking about... USC. USC, the Raiders.
2: The fact that he got those chances in the first place, <laughs> he's got to have some slimy way of getting them.
0: Yeah, I'm just saying, it seems like people get tired of him real quick outside of FAU. Well, I don't,
2: I don't know why they hired him in the first place.
0: <laughs> I think I think it'll be Leach. I at least hope it'll be Leach. I really like him. I think he's going to have some trouble with that air raid offense. He's going to have to get a really good offensive line. He's going to have to find the perfect quarterback. And it's not necessarily easy to recruit there. I mean, it's easier to recruit there than, say, Washington State, but I don't know that it's easier than Texas Tech with all the the uh, athletes you have in that state. The good thing is he's going to have a lot more uh, facilities, a lot more resources to try to bring some guys in. It always helps to be in the SEC. And um, so, yeah, maybe he'll do all right. I'm, I'm interested to see how he how he does. But I'm, yeah. I'm excited for all the quotes. His press conference uh, a couple days ago was <laughs> awesome. Gold. <It's> <laughs> Uh, and he's going to have to get some really good receivers, but uh, I didn't realize this. A.J. Brown actually went to Starkville High School. Yeah. So maybe there are maybe there's a little bit of talent in Mississippi. Um, oh, yeah, there's some talent in Mississippi. There. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with all the coaches we have in the SEC now, from Saban to Malzahn to the, the new Mississippi coaches, and then uh, Ed Orgeron, Jimbo Fisher, Dan Mullen, Kirby Smart, is this the most coaching class ever in the SEC.
2: It's pretty close to it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I would say so. It's definitely the most fun we've seen in our lifetime. Oh, yeah. yeah
2: it's uh, it's pretty stacked right now.
0: Yeah. I love it. I can't wait for next season. And we haven't even yet to the national championship this year. Um, Switching uh, gears to the NFL. The Titans have upset both the Patriots and the Ravens since the last time we talked. Yeah,
2: that was quite unexpected
0: <laughs> yeah uh, Well, i was wanting, I mean i was wanting the ravens to go all the way but now i guess i'm pulling for the titans i'm not a titan fan but i just like that they were projected to get what what was it 3 and 13 what well you said. one
2: guy on the espn i cannot remember his name but he, at the beginning of the in preseason he predicted them to go 3 and 13 yeah in the season
0: and now they're going to the conference championship so yeah,
1: yeah. but i, I saw them pull it off the past eight games Derrick Henry's run for like 1200 yards are they in the AFC like,
2: AFC Divisional is that what they're playing in uh yeah I think so on, I gotta pull it up yeah here.
1: yeah they're in the AFC, AFC Divisional game yeah so, so they made pretty, it to pretty wild. their weight yeah so they play the winner of Chiefs and Texans yeah
0: so uh those games have not happened they'll, they'll happen today obviously you may be hearing this after that but um just out of right now, out of the uh, the teams we have left, that's the 49ers, the Titans, Texas Chiefs, Seahawks, Packers, who is your favorite to win it all? Uh,
1: it's definitely the Chiefs now. They've Chiefs. gotten a lot better on defense, and they still have that same uh, uh, firepower on the offense. So I think now with the Ravens out of it, they have the best chance of winning it all. What do you um, think, Aaron?
2: I think the 49ers probably got the best chance. Uh They do have to get past the Seahawks, I believe, but uh, I could be wrong. I don't know my NFL. Yeah, Seahawks and Packers play
1: today. uh,
2: Yeah, I believe every time them and the Seahawks played this season, it was like a three-point differential and one was overtime. So uh, I believe that's right, and they play each other very tough. So if they can get past the Seahawks, I I think the 49ers probably get the best chance, in my opinion.
0: I think it's between those two. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it went either way. I, I like the Chiefs. Um, I like the Forty Niners too. So, uh, yeah, I guess. But I'm, I guess I'm rooting for the Titans now, just because I love a good underdog story. It's really the only reason, and because I'm a I'm a big Derrick Henry fan. He's, I mean, he's been a phenomenal. He's a monster. Yeah. Uh, So let's go, Uh, we've been doing the Capital One Bowl Mania, I haven't given an update on this recently, but since we only have one game left, I thought we would. The Saucy Lamb Fan Club, all of us have a group. It's not too late to join if you've already made picks earlier this season. Say if you were in a different group, you can still go in and uh, join the group with that entry. Right now, it's tied for number one, me and Aaron. Uh, Norris's Source in Texas is back. Right below us, tied for uh, three. which. You know, actually be second. is Jones and Roll Tide anyway. Uh, fifth, would well, be fourth or third, I guess. ESPN fan, 411, and Jay Bird. What hey. happened, Justin? You've, you've, you've missed a few. What's going on, man?
1: I lost by like three points. What's the big deal? <laughs> yeah, you're,
0: you're only down by two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wesley's Booby Trap, LLC.com, <laughs> <laughs> is uh, right behind <laughs> you with 25 points. ESPN uh, zero, or 3091 is an eighth with 24 points. And ESPN Fan 9901 is, uh, has 23rd points to round out the bottom there. So, Aaron, we're going to have to make different picks on this national championship. We'll I have to. We're going to have to do uh,
2: – I can just get closer on the oh, tiebreaker.
0: We, yeah, the tiebreaker. That's what we'll do. I, I, yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to pick Clemson. <laughs> I don't know if that's what you're doing, but I really don't want to pick <laughs> Um. Anyway, that is everything for news. So that was going
2: way back to when we were first talking about the Alabama running backs. I found uh, a tweet. I don't know if this is completely accurate, but surely it's pretty close. Uh, It says, "So you'll have Najee Harris, which is a five-star. Brian Robinson, a four-star. Trey Sanders, a five-star. Jerome Ford, a three-star." Keelan Robinson, a four-star; Roy Dale Williams, a four-star; Kyle Edwards, a four-star; and Jace McClellan, a four-star. All in the same running back room in the spring, except for Jerome Ford, apparently. But you're going to have about
1: three, three or four
0: guys gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. You got to watch a lot of Roy Dell Williams this year, and how, yep. how how would you grade his performances so far? What do you expect to see out of him?
2: He's uh he's pretty good. I, he was um a little banged up for. Uh, most of the time, I got to see him, but um, he's 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 pretty good. <laughs> he's he's a four-star for a reason. Uh, I don't know how well it will transfer to the next level. That was kind of my concern, but because um, I haven't been around many D1 running backs in my day, <laughs> so uh, I, I don't know what to expect at the next level. But he's uh, he's. One heck of a high school football player, that was for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, Aaron, uh, why don't you go ahead and kick off Twitter news for us? You went ahead and gave us a little preview. How about you give us the the full entree?
2: Okie dokie. Twitter news! Playoffs? What's talking about? Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs?
0: I just hope we can win a game. It really doesn't matter what you think. You play to win the game. You play to
1: win the game.
2: Don't worry, I'll just click on the the wrong thing. Okay, that's good. There you go. We'll we'll drag the silence out as long as possible. (laughs) Uh, Cecil Hurt tweeted, Ten years ago today, which was three days ago or something like that. On the 7th. Uh, said 10 years ago today, Alabama beat Texas and Pasadena for the B- BCS national title. Joe Judge was a special teams assistant to Bobby Williams, the special teams coach at Alabama that day. Life moves fast. Wow, that's about hmm. hard to believe. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's hard to believe that was 10 years ago, also. Yeah, he wasn't
2: even special teams coach, he was the assistant to the specials team coach.
0: Wow. Well, good for him. That's a he moved up quick. Yeah. Uh,
2: Mississippi state was reportedly linked to both Steve Car can't talk today. Steve S- Sarkisian and Todd Grantham before hiring Mike Leach. That's like trying to decide between two different kinds of vanilla ice cream and then buying a grenade launcher. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's an amazing analogy. <laughs>
2: butch jones was asked if he was interested in the washington state opening he replied absolutely it would be an honor to coach in our nation's capital oh god that's true but boys i really hope it's not oh and so many of these
0: coaches you know if they went to college they were history teachers too he needs to take some uh, geography classes i guess (laughs) that one made me like rub the bridge of my nose right there that's great
2: um Jake Fromm will be drafted in the first round of the NFL Draft in April. Don't overthink it. He's good enough, and he will wow GMs and coaches at the combine. He's going in the first round.
1: Yeah. Okay. And that what was, do you think who,
2: about who that? Who said one? that? That was Mark Zeno. Zeno.
0: Yeah. Okay, yeah. Tell him he's an idiot. He tagged old takes exposed. So. Uh,
2: yeah. I, I imagine we're going to be bringing this one up again in a later Twitter news. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, I, I want to of Paul's opinion on that. So. Yeah.
0: So uh, absolutely not.
2: Yeah, I don't think yeah. he's going in the first round. No, he's not. No, he's definitely not. Um, so, I think we already talk, touched on this a little bit, but Source Georgia offensive lineman Cade Mays has entered the transfer por- portal, former five-star recruit. And then somebody retweeted it and said, that Georgia 2018 recruiting class that was supposed to pe- propel them to a national championship, this is the third former five-star and fifth former top ESPN 100 player from that class to transfer. Wow,
0: hmm. that's, that's that's insane. Yeah, there's a bit of there's something going on at uh, Georgia. Even Kirby Smart has has mentioned it straight on. He said there's a disease going on in the locker room. I don't know what it is, but those guys are just wanting out of there. Uh,
2: so Chris, you know, Chris, uh, we have Mike Leach versus Lane Kiffin because Elijah Moore pretended Pretended to pee like a dog, and a lot of people got fired. What a sport! (laughs) College football remains undefeated. Someone retweeted.
0: (laughs) That was Ryan Brown that retweeted that one. Uh, uh, Jocks, that is, that's crazy. If you think about those those (laughs) events, the way they happened.
2: Yeah, that's all I got.
0: All right. Well, that was uh, a strong Twitter news. Thank you, Aaron. Very good. Well. Uh, Justin, how about we go ahead and we talk about this national championship game coming up? Uh, just to lay some context on the whole thing. All righty. Um, give me a second to get to my page here. LSU is a 5.5 point favorite. What you guys say okay. that's pretty fair?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say it's fair.
0: ESPN Matchup Predictor has Clemson as a 55.8%. Uh, they have a fifty-five point eight percent chance to win it. Is what uh, ESPN matchup predictor says.
2: I mean, hmm. I think it could go either way, by five points. I do 55%. too. Yeah, so I, I don't really get why how they make these. Yeah, I yeah, don't I know don't, what yeah.
0: all goes into the matchup predictor. I would give. I would say since it's basically a home yeah, game for LSU. Would
2: LSU would have, and usually they factor that in tremendously, but uh, I guess not.
0: Well, these, ga- these teams are look a little more similar than you might have realized. I'm going to um, go through the the team stats, a few of them real quick. Points per game, uh, LSU 48.9, Clemson 45.3. So, I mean, that's really close. Of course, LSU has played some much tougher competition. Points allowed but... per game, uh, Clemson 10.6, LSU 21.2. So, uh, Clemson held, holds – they're winning that battle. Um, but, of course, like I said, easier opponents. Total yards for Clemson, 538.4 for LSU, 564.1. Passing yards, 292.2 for Clemson, 397.2 for LSU. But Clemson makes up for it in rushing yards, 246 yards rushing, uh, 166 for LSU. And then yards allowed, (coughs) Clemson 244.7 yards allowed, LSU 341.3. So these are two pretty close teams. There's a the little differences here and there, especially on the defensive side of things. Um, but how do you guys expect uh, these teams, these offenses, to perform uh, Monday night?
1: Uh, I think they'll both do very well. Um, I think I don't think LSU's offense will have a will struggle against Clemson's defense. I think they'll do what they need to do, and then. That's why I think this game will be so close, is because Clemson's offense is going to have a good game as well. So uh, it'll be, I think both teams will score in the 30s. And I think it'll go either way, because I can't cu- count Clemson out just with what they've done these past two seasons. And I mean, if they were to win this game and beat LSU, I don't, I, I could care less who they play during the regular season, because apparently it doesn't matter, because <laughs> they're still finding ways to win these big games. So. I think it'll be, it'll be an interesting game. Aaron, what do you think?
2: Uh, yeah, it's... Um, I, I don't really know how it's going to play out. It's either going to be a shootout, but the last couple times we've had uh, what we thought would be a shootout, it turned out to be a very good game. And LSU's defense is getting better, and Clemson's been pretty, pretty good with uh, Venables, so... I could I could easily see it even with these offenses still being kind of low scoring. I mean, it it won't be very low scoring at all, but uh I could see it taking a while to get to the the 20s and the low, the low 30s and it staying like right around there. I know that's crazy to me to say that's low scoring, but um I don't think it's just going to be a shootout where it's 30-something to something at halftime. Could easily oh, be. No. Uh, yeah. I just don't... I think it'll... I think it'll take a while before it gets up to that... Uh, I think it'll be late fourth quarter, people trying just going back and forth uh, before it hits the 30 mark. No,
0: I agree. I think that... If it um, gets that high. I wouldn't be surprised if it looks a little bit like Clemson, Ohio State on scoreboard-wise Yeah. Uh, by the end of it. And... Um, uh, Vegas kinda agrees with that. The over under is sixty nine points total, so um <clears throat> I mean that's that's around, you know, thirty thirty five points each. So Yeah.
1: Um so yeah, yeah, I mean I Yeah, I could see it like being fourteen ten at half and then, you know, they kinda get stuff going in the second half.
2: Yeah. I just I don't see either one scoring forty unless they are yeah, I don't, one uh, yeah. by ten. Or more, if that makes sense. Like, they're going to have to win handedly to get to 40.
0: Yeah. Well, who do you think is the better quarterback in this game, Trevor Lawrence or Joe Burrow? I can give some of their season stats real quick. Trevor Lawrence is 250 of 370, 3,431 yards, 36 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. Joe Burrow, 371 of 478, 5,208 yards, 55 touchdowns, 6 interceptions.
2: I mean, this year it's Joe Burrow uh, hands down. Yeah, I think there's yeah. a lot of people that still
0: think that it is Trevor Lawrence. Um, I guess he's more proven career-wise. He's done this for two years now. Where Joe Burrow didn't look impressive at all his past, you know, no. last year at LSU. That's uh, why what... he's phenomenal. He's yeah super accurate, and that's his strongest thing to me is his accuracy. Um, but I don't know that I'm ready to say he's he's easily the better quarterback.
1: Yeah, I think what worries me about um, Burrow is just, you know, what kind of offense he'll be put in the NFL because this offense has just worked perfectly for him at LSU with Brady coming in. So um, you see what the difference that's made for him. So I'm kind of interested to see in a new offense once he gets into the NFL, you know, how is that going to translate? Is he going to be the same quarterback? Or is he going to be the quarterback last year where nobody was like, oh, he's going to throw for 55 touchdowns this year? So I think if we're going to look at overall in the next you know five to ten years, it would definitely be Trevor Lawrence.
0: I think I'm leaning that way as
1: well. I just I don't know how Trevor Lawrence does. I know he's
0: going to be accurate wherever he goes. But I don't know how yeah. electric he is anywhere else. Not anywhere else, yeah. but in a in a different offense. Now I don't think yeah. he's going to be put in a very different offense. I think he's going to be put in something he's pretty comfortable with. Yeah, <laughs> but it's still it's interesting to think about.
2: That's why I said this year, Joe yeah. Burrow is the best. Oh, yeah. oh Joe Burrow has had a better
0: season Because over
2: year. time, yeah, I think yeah. Trevor Lawrence will definitely be the better quarterback. But right now, oh, yeah. Joe Burrow is the best quarterback. Yeah, no, yeah. I
0: agree. I think Joe Burrow is ha- has had a better season by far. I mean, this is probably the best se- single season we've ever seen a quarterback have. I mean, right outside of maybe Cam Newton. And I would say, or, I mean, this yeah. rivals, if not, you know, takes it to the next level. Um I, th- I still think that what Cam Newton did at Auburn is more impressive just seeing how that team struggled without him the next year. There was other yeah. pieces they were missing.
2: Yeah, you know how Henry uh, put the Titans on his back uh, Don't like last that. night? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cam Newton did that every game for an entire season.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: But you could make the argument that this LSU team wouldn't have been nearly as dominant without Joe Burrow. They, w- they wouldn't have
2: been oh, nearly yeah. as dominant, but they could easily have still manage to win all their games.
1: That's true, just because of all that talent they have, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think it's easily the best single season for a passing quarterback. Oh, yeah. You know, Cam Newton's strength was running the ball, scrambling. He was a great passer, but he was just so versatile. That was his strength in a time that there wasn't that many versatile quarterbacks as there is today. And
1: just the way he was built, too, I think just made it. But I think with... uh, Oh, I totally forgot what I was going to say. Never
0: mind. That's <laughs> no, okay. You'll, if you think about it, you can let us know. But how yeah, I'll let you know. Before we give our score predictions, you hit us up with a little Night Needs to Know.
1: Night Needs to Know. Probably with some of the stuff you've done before, I probably wouldn't
2: be surprised.
1: You wouldn't be surprised if I put
2: ashes <laughs> in cookies and fed them to you?
1: Yeah, because it was someday for the SEC again.
0: That nope, that might make sense then. I guess just I that sense. Sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, so I would, would like to know how it makes sense.
1: <laughs> now this is looking like a bad idea. All right. So with de- my first question, uh, with Tua declaring for the draft, where hey, do you think?
0: Today. You're right. I know. How that good job, Justin. Well, thank you. Did you think oh. of these ahead of, ahead of time?
1: I did. Whoa.
2: Whoa. He's putting in some R- effort. What a concept. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right Great. before
1: the show started. Nice. I just, I can think of these things in my head. I'm a smart boy. You mm-hmm. are a
2: smart
0: boy.
1: So where do y'all think Tua will go in the draft? you think he'll still go top five, like to the Dolphins, or do you think he's going to fall with his injury?
0: I think he's going to go, well, let me preface with this. It's going to depend largely on what happens with that injury from now to then. Like, we're going to have to hear yeah. from doctors they all every NFL team is going to have their own doctors at the at the uh, combines. That's all the combines is going to be for him is
1: That's those. true. Yeah, cuz he be won't be able going, to he's going to
0: be prodded with every by every single NFL team. They're all going to check him out and give their own analysis of him. But if we're saying best case scenario that he is where he thinks he will be um, by that by the draft, I think he will go um, to the Dolphins in the top five. Yeah. Now, if it's not, I can easily see them, the Dolphins circling back around trying to pick him up later, or somebody else scooping him up um, late first round. Uh, maybe think...
1: like the uh, Panthers' uh, ninth pick. <clears throat>
0: yeah, possibly. So, um, but I think he goes first round regardless.
2: Yeah, um, he's going first round. I am not sold that he's going at five, and the only reason is Miami has three first-round picks, and I am sold that he's going either to Miami or to San Diego. Um, I will mm, say that. Yeah, you mean not L.A.? Miami's five, San Diego's six. So if Miami passes on him at five, then I think they'll get him with their next um, pick as long as San Diego doesn't get him. So that's a risk that Miami's has to be willing to take. But I think he's going either at five or six, and if he doesn't go either one then he's definitely going to Miami in their next pick, which I think is like eighteen. Yeah. So um as long as nobody else trades up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think with uh LA Chargers, you know, Phillip Rivers this is probably his last season. So yeah, they're gonna need a quarterback, so I could see him definitely going there, too. All right, um, next question. So, who do you think will win the first Egg Bowl between Mike Leach and Lane Kiffin?
0: Oh, that's going to be so interesting. Um, I'm going to just say, I don't, w- I don't want to say this, but I'm going to say Lane Kiffin. Um... You know what? No, I'm going to say Mississippi State. I feel like they're going to ha- they're going to have more weapons coming back than Ole Miss. So yeah, I'm going to say uh, Mississippi State. It'll be a close one, but I think that Leach will pull it out.
2: Uh, if it was anyone else, I'd probably say Mississippi State, and just because uh, I don't think they would have as big of a um a trans form. Uh, wait, what am I trying to say? Transformation. Yeah. Yeah, they won't have as big of a transformation on the, on the offensive side of the ball. Where when Mike Leach comes in, it's going to be a lot of people trying to get trying to learn something that they're not used to. Granted, they'll go through a whole season at that point, but I'll probably still give it to Lane Kiffin just just because I think it'll be uh, not next year, but the year after before everybody at Mississippi State catches up to what Mike Leach is trying to do.
0: You know what? I think you're right on that, actually, because uh, even if all those guys do know the air raid offense, he's not going to have his pieces in place in, the, exactly. in that offense. So, yeah, I think I, I, I turn back to Lane Kiffin. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a, <laughs> yeah. going to go with Kiffin.
2: That's the only right. reason, it, though. Yeah, if, because... Uh, if there's was anybody else, I would, I would say Mississippi State because they have all the momentum right now. They have more people. I think they have the better team returning, and they have two in a row... Wins right now, I think so.
1: Yeah, the problem with Mississippi State with them implementing the air raid offense is they don't have a passing quarterback. <laughs> yeah. So They're I don't know. Some, some yeah. talented receivers as well. So yeah. So we'll see. All right, final question. Uh, just okay. Here it is. Wait, it's slipping my mind. The anticipation. Okay, here is it is. Me. Yeah, here it is. Sorry. Um. So with. Georgia and Kirby Smart losing a lot of players, a lot of people transferring. If they have a bad season this year, do you think he'll be on the hot seat?
0: No, I don't think he'll be on the hot seat off one bad season. I think it's gonna take it would take two in a in a close not necessarily back to back, but two and maybe a five year period. And by bad season I mean like like five losses.
1: Yeah, say they go 8-5 and five this season.
0: <clears throat> I think it has to happen twice in a five-year period for him to be okay. on the hot seat. And even then, I don't yeah. think he's fired. I just think his seat's a little warm.
2: He's not comfortable. Um, I think it's going to take, uh, take him the same amount of time that it took Mark Rick before they get tired of uh, yeah. above average and not actually doing anything with it.
0: I don't know what's because, going on.
2: Uh, Mark Rick, if I'm correct, I'm pretty sure he has a better record at Georgia right now. At this That's point true. in their yeah, at yeah. this point yeah. in their career that he has a better record, so yeah. If you um, go back to, I don't remember every detail about his. Uh, it was like one more there, win. So. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty
1: close. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah um, so it's going to take the same amount of time, in my in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know what
0: is going on with that culture there. Like you said, like Kirby literally said in a press conference, there's a disease in that locker room. I don't know what it is. I don't I don't know why all these guys are transferring. While nobody yeah. wants to play there. It's it's weird. It's it's good. Well, a lot and it's of very concerning. to play
2: there, just nobody wants to stay apparently. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that's what I meant. So, um So, I don't know what is going on, but it'll be interesting to see how they do uh this next season. Uh did I say in the news that they picked up their that new quarterback? I think I actually forgot to
2: uh, Jamie Newman, I believe. Yeah, so name. I have it in
0: my notes. I think I think I forgot to say it, but, yeah, um, they landed Wake Forest Jamie Newton Newman as the quarterback. So um, he's going to try to fill in for the spot for Jake Fromm. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: remember that time they had uh, Justin Fields?
0: Yeah, I do remember that, and I bet. Yeah, Graham who only
1: threw be- uh, <laughs> three interceptions this season. Yeah. And uh, 41 touchdowns, I think. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, so that
0: was uh, the biggest mistake of his career. He also but,
1: ran uh, for, what, like 10 plus touchdowns
2: as well? Hmm. <laughs> That's interesting.
1: It is
0: interesting. was so also know.
2: a Heisman finalist. He was.
0: Yeah. And a, a strong one. I mean, he wasn't going to win it, but he was, you know, he was there. Still there.
2: going to win it before Drake Fromm won it.
0: <laughs> yeah, and if there was the draft this year, he'd be going before Jake Fromm, too, Maybe. if he was eligible. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah
1: talking about this draft class, I think next year's QB draft class is going to be pretty good.
2: I think that factored into two's decision heavily.
1: Yeah, it did.
0: All right, is that all for Night Needs to Know, Justin?
1: That is all I need to know.
0: Well, thank you very much. That was a very good prepared segment. I appreciate it. Well, thank you. Anytime. Yeah, well, let's go ahead and do what we do best, and by best, I mean worst, and give our predictions for. I I'd, I'd
1: say I haven't been too bad this season. No,
0: you've been, actually been very good. Uh, you you, well, thank you you keep the scores right around what they're supposed to be. You all, you and you've I don't know that you've picked a loss yet. You may have picked one. Yeah, I will have to go back and see. I'll I'll have that information. Yeah, for I next think I I
1: picked. I mean, I picked Auburn over Florida when they lost that game. So
0: okay. Well, uh, Justin, since you're the champ, do you want to kick us off with your prediction?
1: Ooh, it's kind of hard for me where i want to go in this game because lsu's of course undoubtedly been the best team this season but then it's just so hard when you have a clemson team that's won 29 straight now and oh gosh i'm gonna go clemson 35 lsu 34
0: so you got clemson with the win
1: i do i i think clemson is gonna find a way to win
0: all right. Well, that is a uh, an interesting pick. I'm gonna say LSU, thirty-one to twenty-four. <laughs> seriously, and I, d- I don't feel comfortable with that, but I feel like LSU is gonna come to play, and I feel like uh, I, and I, I think Clemson will too. But I think LSU is gonna get a touch. I mean, <clears throat> LSU gonna get a touchdown late to make the score look worse.
2: The reason I said seriously because that was the exact score is it we can put it it. we can go with it no okay i'm changing mine that was the exact score i had in my mind so that's very strange um okay wow i was not expecting that Um, i'm gonna go 27 for clemson okay and then i'll do do it. I'll do 34 for LSU. Okay. 34-27? Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. Well, I've got those logged in. That's funny that we have the same pick because earlier this week we went to the movies and we were on we were at two different locations looking at movie seats and uh, there was a lot of seats available uh, yeah. and I texted them and I said like, uh, I can't remember what the seat was but I was like F6-F7 F6, F7. and at the same time I got a text that said F6-F7. So, uh, <laughs> we, we got, we're sharing a brain, uh, this week or something, but all right. So Justin, thirty five thirty four Clemson, me, thirty one twenty four LSU, Aaron, thirty four twenty seven LSU. So we will see how that all ends That's up. so that turns out. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for this one. Justin, are you doing anything for the game?
1: Oh, we'll probably fix some jambalaya, That's some good be. food ready for the game. Yeah. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, like, like I said, I think it'll be a fantastic game. And, uh, I think both quarterbacks will have a great game. And like I said, I think Clemson will win it late.
0: Well, you don't have to invite us over if you don't want to. Um, that's fine. Yeah. So. I wasn't
1: planning on it cause I don't want y'all eating my food. So
0: <laughs> that's fair, I guess. Um, so yeah, that'll be a, that'll be a fun one to do. Our next episode, um, where we will review this game will be, will come out, um, Next Saturday, obviously. So it'll it'll there'll be some time between then, but we just didn't want to do it another episode this close to this one. Um, yeah. So we're gonna do that. We're gonna have uh that next week. Next week will be a shorter episode, and then the week following is gonna be our big uh award show, the TG Emmys, as I've dubbed it. So, <laughs> I wish you wouldn't. Have. Yeah. Well, that yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> so, that's sounds uh, a little weird. So that's what it's gonna be, and I've got. Some good awards coming up. Some nominations that we're all going to vote on, and then Aaron and Justin are both going to come up with uh, three awards on their own. They're going to give to someone. So, alrighty, <laughs> laughing at our. Uh, we just got a puppy here, at the Sipsy House, and he was literally sleeping on his back, but now he just woke up. I uh, was laughing at. Him. <laughs> anyway, uh, guys, how about some mismanagers? Uh, sure. yeah.
2: Um, did you grab anything when you walked out the door? I grabbed nothing but two tort- tortinos pizza out of the refrigerator and my doggie and we left. I just kept hearing it. I am ducking and everything. In the house, I'm, I got scared. I dropped my hot pocket. Here's like an actual customer out here. Uh, what's, uh, what's the best kind of firework to buy? Wouldn't you like to know, weather boy?
1: And now, it's time for mismanagers.
0: Well, let's start out with this one from UPI.com. First off, before I do this one, before I read this one aloud, can you guys tell me uh, what you picture your wedding will look like one day?
2: What if you get married? Where, like, the uh, location?
0: Where would you want? If you could pick anywhere in the world to get married, where, where would you get
1: married? Oh, um. Gosh, I don't know. I guess somewhere in the mountains. Okay, mountains get nice
0: scenery, a beautiful view.
1: Yeah, nice snow in the back, you know, somewhere like that.
2: A beach.
0: A beach, beach, that's a beautiful view as well. Warm weather, nice nice. uh, right there by the water. This uh, couple got married in a bass pro shop in Tennessee. (laughs) whole (laughs) time. So so this article comes from UPI.com. A couple celebrated their love for each other and their fondness for a favorite outdoor goods store by holding their wedding at a Bass Pro Shop store in Tennessee. The shop and Kodak shared photos on Facebook from the wedding of customers Lonnie and Pam. The photos show the pair holding their wedding ceremony next to the large aquarium and the store's trophy fishing section. Before I go further, if you guys ever went on YouTube and watched the videos of uh, people running and jumping in the the aquarium at bass pro shop it's
2: quite funny <laughs> it's
0: hilarious they just like get up on the balcony jump down into the aquariums they love the aquariums what's
2: m- what makes it so funny is them trying to get out and then yeah. when they get out immediately sprinting for the door <laughs> yeah. soaking wet
0: and like the security guards know what happens so like they they're chasing them out of the store If you haven't ever, just just go on YouTube and look up Bass Pro Shop Aquarium Diving. It's so funny. There's so many videos of it, too. Anyways, back to this. Uh, This is a quote. Here at Bass Pro Shop, we will sell you a boat, a gun, even some clothes. Shoot, you might as well even get married here, the post said. (laughs) The newlyweds said they met as teenagers, but only started dating recently when they reconnected on Facebook. I asked her out on a thirty-seven. I asked her out on a date thirty-seven years ago, and she told me no. It took me thirty-seven years to get her to say yes. Lonnie Harris told WBLT. To oh me. gosh. Pam Harris said she works at the Bass Pro Shops location and wanted her coworkers to be able to attend her wedding. The manager of the location said the store previously hosted a wedding about seven years ago, so this is not the first time at this location that somebody's gotten married at Bass Pro Shop. It's
2: not the first time. No. Okay.
1: I just don't understand.
0: <laughs> it's Tennessee for you. Yeah, it is. Here's one that's a little bit more alarming. Uh, guys, there's a... Sports, uh, especially here in the southeast, are uh, are intense, right? We can get mad at each other. We can uh, Sometimes in-laws get in fights, so we're over games and stuff. But uh, this uh, <laughs> this game left 16 dead and 5 wounded. And it was Wait, eight. what happened? <laughs> it was a, a Mexican prison ball over soccer. That was a soccer oh, game. Gosh. 16 inmates were killed at a Mexico, priz- at Mexico prison this week after dispute over a soccer game escalated into a full-scale riot, reports say. The melee, which took place Tuesday afternoon uh, in central Mexico, lasted nearly three hours before security could get the situation under control. Those who died suffered gunshots or stab wounds or were beaten with objects.
1: Gunshots?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So they were playing soccer and guys started pulling out Glocks. What? Five others were wounded. Uh, Cambrose told local press. Uh, they
2: were actually playing soccer. Yes. They were playing. They were were playing
0: soccer and started shooting each other. Oh, dang. (laughs) So, red flag. Get them out. Yeah. I mean, I know it's a
1: Mexican prison, but my gosh, they're just. Throwing out... I mean, they're carrying Glocks all over the place? What in the world?
0: (laughs) He told the local press that in the aftermath, authorities confiscated four guns that they believe were introduced to the facility during prison visits earlier that day, including one that was still in an inmate's possession. If it
2: was that day, then that almost sounds planned.
0: (laughs) He added that the prison had been searched for weapons over the weekend and no guns were found. The brawl erupted over a dispute involving a a sock... A sco- a soccer game, a soccer game. Sky News reported. Sky News reported, citing local media. No guards or police were wounded in the violence. That is what sounds fishy to me. Yeah. Is that none of the prison guards? Sixteen are dead. Five are injured, and not a single guard or police were wounded.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, you see what they did. I mean, I guess I, You probably can't blame them at this point. They just start brawling. And then, if you're a guard, you're like. Hey, I'm not getting myself involved in this. I don't want to die.
0: I guess, but it is their job. (laughs) I mean, yeah, but it is a
1: Mex. It's a Mexican prison. Yeah. So the stuff that part goes on there. Yeah. An invest
0: An investigation has now been launched into how the weapons got inside the prison. Sky News added. Mexico has a long history of deadly prison clashes. In October, six inmates were killed in a in a prison in Morelos state. In September, Nuevo Leon stated state closed the infamous Topo Chico prison the site of many murders over the years. In February 2016, yeah. 49 prisoners died there during rioting when two factions of the Zetas, the Zetas cartel clashed, which I believe it was the uh, Zetas involved in this uh, shoot-up as well, which I thought was hilarious because it sounds like a uh, girl's uh, sorority. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we're, the, we're the Zetas. We're the Zetas. Yeah,
2: I'm just, I'm, I'm just kidding. If any of you are out there, I'm just kidding. I, just kidding. I love no. Game, we actually. we challenge you to a soccer game if you're out there.
0: We we, we challenge the Zeta Cartel to a soccer game, three on three. <laughs> we we don't. But no guns. Yeah, alone. we really it's, don't. You're gonna, gonna get us. Yeah, no guns allowed. Yeah, it's a friendly match. Yeah, okay. well, y'all gonna get us killed in prison. yeah, okay,
1: y'all gonna get us killed.
0: You're playing. You're a forward.
1: I'm not playing.
0: <laughs> yes, you are. No. Is it forward soccer? I know it's basketball. I think it's soccer, too. You're a forward, regardless. All right.
1: I'm 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 not dying. All right, and
0: here's the weirdest one of the week. Uh, y'all may have heard this one by now.
2: <laughs> this comes, what? <laughs>
0: this comes from NewYorkPost.com. Aaron just read it on my computer. Oh, page. gosh. Florida man wakes up to burglar sucking on his toes. <laughs>
1: No, can you imagine waking to. <laughs> up to somebody sucking on your toes? <laughs> <laughs> and especially, imagine, you've seen my toes.
0: Just imagine going to work the next day and the guy and get a co worker being like, Hey, man, you had some sleep last night. <laughs> like, oh. he wouldn't be. Boy, to... I got a story for you. That, yeah, that it's like man I was
2: having is in a mental institution for the rest of his life. Yeah. It doesn't like, matter can you imagine? What that guy stole, he's not missing it except for his dignity and will to live. That's can the you only imagine thing that he's missing.
1: Having it's, a dream.
2: He's in a mental institution right now. You can't recover from that. I also no. want to point
0: out that this happened on Christmas Eve. This is like oh, Santa God. breaking into your house and sucking on your
2: toes. Yeah, well, I don't know why you had to put that image. In <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a burglar. I, I don't know why you had to turn it around that's on Christmas a nice.
1: You know, you know, y'all know how you have those dreams where like your alarm clock's going off and your dream you wake up, your alarm clock's going off? Yeah. Could you imagine like he's having a dream and he's kind of hearing the sucking sound and he wakes up and there's somebody sucking on his toes. I, feel like, I mean, what a nightmare.
2: Are you dream this.
1: I hope I wouldn't dream this.
0: A snoozing Florida man, of course a Florida man, received a very rude awakening <laughs> on Christmas Eve from a creepy burglar <laughs> sucking on his toes. <laughs> the, started, the startled Brandonton resident then asked the sicko what he was doing, to which the stranger replied that he, quote, was there to suck on toes.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs>
0: that was uh, the Brandonton Herald reported. Police say a fight then erupted, and the suspect tried to grab the man's genitals and even threatened that he had a gun. No weapon was ever displayed, according to the cops. The victim managed to boot the intruder out of his home, but the criminal then bashed a window to the residence and wrecked the victim's car windshield before fleeing oh, the scene. Gosh. Authorities took DNA swabs from the victim's toes in order to track down the weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, just waking up at 3 a.m., a guy sucking on your toes. You're like, uh, hey, what, what you doing there? <laughs> like, I'll just...
1: That's how you thats how would react? Oh, hey, buddy, just how's a, it going? Just a what you doing on there? Toes.
0: Like, oh, well, could you not? And he goes outside and busts your windshield.
1: Geez, I would start swinging right when I'd wake up. Someone's sucking on my toes. I
2: was thinking the first thing I'd do would kick. Yeah. yeah. At your toe like Well then I'm afraid he, like he might bite
1: go it. Down his throat, yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. I didn't mean why my toe was in his mouth, you freaking psycho.
1: Yeah, and then he throws up everywhere.
2: <laughs> I'm thinking way too much into this. <laughs> this
0: story just fascinated me. I couldn't believe yeah, it when I, just, I read it. It's fascinating. It <laughs> terrible.
2: Poor man literally lost all will to live a DNA swab from his toes. <laughs>
1: oh, gosh. Oh, we
0: got to interview this guy.
2: How are you in here? How'd you get in here? Oh, well, uh, you won't believe this. I got caught sucking on a guy's toes.
0: <laughs> God, you don't want to be in a cell with that guy. Yeah,
2: yeah well. they'd
1: probably start. They'd just beat on him right there.
0: <laughs> God. Although, that's old Jimmy Toe Sucker.
1: <laughs>
0: Jeez, that's, oh, uh, Lord. Anyways, Florida,
1: man. You know how they go. That Yeah, Florida. Yeah. Well, that, so I this, believe,
0: concludes the episode. Justin, would you like to wrap it up for us?
1: I sure would. Uh, thank you to all who have listened to the show. I hope you're having a great start to the new year. I hope work's going well, or if you're in school, school's going well. Thank you for spending your time listening to our show. I know you might not listen to the whole thing, but thank you for at least listening to a little yeah, bit of
2: it. they just turned it off. They're they like, just oh. turned it on. Yeah, they probably just the turned it outro. off. <laughs> so they literally like, oh, okay, Justin's talking So the <laughs> Yeah, golly. This off. is another All 10 minutes.
1: Like <laughs> All right, who's the sponsors for our show?
0: Uh, no sponsor this week or probably oh, no the next sponsors. few weeks because I haven't had okay. time to go out on the streets, like I said last week. And, yeah, uh, yeah. And sell some okay. ads. So don't worry about yeah. uh, any sponsors until okay. I tell you. yeah.
1: Well, thank you to our future sponsors that we will have. (laughs) Uh, Our website is thegamemanagers.com where you can easily access this podcast right here. You just click on it and it plays right away. You don't have to go to Spotify and make an account, do all that baloney. You can just go right to the website and say, there you go. I can listen to this podcast on the road. I can listen to it in my house when I'm about to sleep. I mean, things like that.
0: (laughs) <laughs> they want to listen to us to go to sleep. We put yeah. them to sleep with our toe sucking have- intruder in the middle <laughs> of night stories.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was about to say maybe not that part, but maybe before. Yeah, sure. Uh, you can find us on social media at TGM Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, we have a great. We post most of our stuff to Facebook. It's a great page. You can write a review for us on there. You can like the page. You can send us messages asking, you know, like when's the next uh, giveaway, you know, when are we doing trivia again, or when's this happening, you know, yada, yada. Great things you can find on there. You can also find us on YouTube. That's another easy way to listen to the podcast. Unless you want to make a YouTube account, you know, just go to the website. Also, I, I want to
0: uh, put it in really quick. We're probably going to start back the trivia uh, in the off season. Okay, uh, there we go. There You're welcome. Much material. And then also, um, speaking of leaving us reviews, if you listen on the iTunes app or on Spotify or Google Play, leave us a review on there, too. Preferably five stars, but if you don't want to do that, that's okay. But that really helps us if you leave it on those apps.
1: Thank you for that. Um, Then you can also email us at thegamemanagerspod at gmail.com. Send us any questions you have or you just want to shout us out or just tell us you love us and that you want a signed picture of us. We would gladly do that. We would. Yeah, uh, we're on Patreon. We had some game reviews on there, just us messing around, very funny. You know, if you want to check that out, and we would greatly appreciate it. And then you should subscribe. I mean, we're always posting stuff. You know, some interesting story. I mean, listen to the interesting stories we just had. I mean, those were crazy. If you just want some crazy stories and you don't give a rat's butt about Rat butt. sports, then you can come and just listen to Ms. Managers Great stories. Uh, leave a nice review. Like I said, we would love a five-star, but if you want to leave a one-star, I totally understand. <laughs> and then we have shirts at Tee Public. Like I said, Nick's gotten some of them. Softest shirts I've ever felt in my life. Mm-hmm. They're beautiful. Mm-hmm. So you should get some, and then always be look on the lookout for giveaways.
0: Justin's always stealing mine. He'll come over to my house. We'll raid my closet. Of my, my yes, yeah, you up sucking on your toes. Yeah, he'll, he'll get <laughs> <then he'll laughs> in my clothes. You'll, you'll, yeah, he's
2: leaning <laughs> up and he has all your clothes on.
0: Yeah, every shirt on at once. It's like 60. Yeah, all 62 very nice. of my game manager podcast shirts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it gets
1: kind of heavy and you know, it gets kind of hot, but I mean, it's soft, it's yeah. nice. And always check out for giveaways, like I was saying. I mean, you can get a nice, uh, maybe a nice shirt or a scary. Mass that we did for Halloween with the elephant or Obion, I mean cool things like that you never know, so just be on the lookout and that is all I have to say all right now, do y'all have any uh last words for the show?
0: I do have some last words um thank you everyone for listening, and we will see you next week uh to review the national championship. looking forward to it
1: all right Adios. all right, War Eagle anyways, guys.